0: Every day, thousands of hackers try to steal your crypto. But Arculus uses air-gapped technology by forming a protective barrier that insulates you from hackers and secures your crypto. Order yours at GetArculus.com
1: oh, I, 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 I can not I not I and what that trade would have went through. With. Okay, let's fix
2: that. Turn me up. Turn me up in the headphones? That can't be shit, man. Huh? All right. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it's a vibe tonight. Sports for You, Episode 9. Time, Mark, and Freeze. All right, all right. On a Tuesday in August, producer Ben Ready on the board. Always follow us on Instagram at Sports for You Podcast, Townhouse Media. Now, Ike us on Facebook, Sports for You, Townhouse Media. How you brothers doing tonight? Straight, man. Everybody good. All right, the Pepsi's here. I'm good, Got man. The Pepsi. Got the vibes playing from producer men right now. wanted to play this song. Obviously, two chains didn't take a lot of wins in that battle, so this is kind of a consolation prize. Since you couldn't. Since Ross came out with BMF, I didn't want to be disrespectful. So let's... Not the stuff to get into tonight. So let's start off with the big story of the day. Let's just go ahead and just... Last week when we discussed sports, we discussed that maybe there was going to be no Major League Baseball. Unfortunately, we was right, there wasn't going to be a sport. But we had the wrong sport. Today, the big news of the day is that... The Big Ten, the Pac-12, have canceled fall sports for 2020. And on a side note, the Pac-12 have canceled all sports for the year 2020. Mm. So that means no Pac-12 basketball. Ooh. No UCLA versus USC. No Arizona versus Arizona State. No Oregon versus Oregon State. No Utahs. No basketball. No Going to Pauley Pavilion on a Thursday to watch the pack, watch UCLA play Oregon or something. And so far, those are only two of the Power Five who've said there'll be no sports. The Big Twelve a while ago said they're still going to have fall sports. The SEC and the ACC they seem like they're still going to have fall sports. But let's just focus on the two conferences that opted out. Let's start first with the Big Ten. No Ohio State, Michigan this year. No Michigan versus against Michigan State. No Big Ten championship. You're Justin Fields. Your boy, Mark. Your boy that you that was your quarterback at Georgia some years ago. He was not happy that this season got canceled. Obviously, he's going to be probably a top two or three pick in this coming up draft. I think you've seen the last of any draftable player in the Big 10 or the Pac-12 wear their school's uniform ever.
2: Ooh, you think uh, I can't say that because in California, you know, they could be able to pay the player so. That's true.
1: <coughs> but here's the qu- well okay. So, we know the Pac So the Big 10 was the first conference to make this announcement. Let's start with the Pac-12 who obviously is a joke conference. Larry Scott has to be a one of the. It's a bunch he, of joke teams. Isn't it? He, he's, everybody everybody relax. He's Larry Scott is the Rob Manfred of college com- commissioners. He's he's in that category. He's a total bozo uh, running college sports. So no Pac twelve until twenty twenty one. My question now is, what happens with? No USC UCLA. We already knew we were gonna have no USC Notre Dame. They already had no USC Alabama.
2: What happened with these what do these kids do? If they're not playing sports, is their uh, scholarship still uh standing?
1: Yes. Yes. Okay. In in a situation like this, um you can't you can't take the scholarship back. And you cannot transfer? Nope. So you pretty much, as a student, you pretty much uh, much stuck in limbo right now. Because I think the question was brought up today. Would Justin Fields consider transferring just to help improve his draft stock? And obviously, I don't think the transfer portal is going to make any exceptions because of the pandemic.
2: Mm. That's a, that's a tough situation to be in, especially if you uh, <clears throat> it was a junior or a senior and you you know was expected to be a high high pick. Yeah, that's that's tough, man. That, that's th- this is a tough situation to be in. The plan is
1: to try to extend the sports to spring. I don't see any player who has a first or a second-round grade, even third, playing spring football with the draft two months later.
2: No. Yeah, and we
1: know NFL
2: the like, field, they draft back. No they're way.
1: Not. They're not moving to the combine, and they're not moving to draft. So if, let's move on to the conferences that are going to play. So, so far, that Big 12 is going gonna, is, is gonna to be a go. SEC. SEC. With, and it and Great that's what makes and that's what makes me wonder with the SEC. Everyone usually takes their their tolls from what the SEC does, what Alabama's doing, what's LSU, Georgia, what the big dogs down down south are how they they're still playing. I'm wondering, do we see some conferences some of these schools that are shut down try to Okay, let me join your conference for a year. I saw in Nebraska, Scott Frost said they're willing to play anywhere. They're willing to afford, go since the Big Ten wants to be canceled the season. They'll play in the Big. They'll go back to the Big Twelve. They'll play in the SEC. They'll play in the ACC. Um, I can I can understand why from the uh, competitive aspect because even the uh, the kids that I coach uh, we coach uh, we uh, play for the Snoop League and the Snoop League currently just uh canceled the season due to uh the virus. Wow. And um I believe the King Conference is still uh deciding whether they're gonna do it or not. And our coaches asked, you know, do we wanna go to the King Conference or not? And we all agree, no. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's not really it's not really worth it. Mm. And I think I I believe it the same way for the college students. I mean, it, for me it's not really worth it. Especially it's like you said, if you're if you're a guy that's already projected to be uh, like in the first 3 rounds right. you really don't have nothing really to worry about just keep yourself in shape and uh, and um stay out of trouble stay out of trouble that's it well that's just then they just throw that just an elephant in the room what happens with my what? what happens with Trevor Lawrence uh nothing happens to Trevor Lawrence he still he's still probably the top quarterback to get drafted he's probably the number 1 pick yeah people yeah. are already uh, projecting to be the number 1 pick already they said he probably would have been a number 1 pick if he would have came out this year i agree with all that do you think he's gonna he's gonna play? ACC said they're gonna play, so Clemson's gonna play their schedule. You have them, the U, Florida State, Notre Dame's gonna uh, no, be a part of their schedule this year. Notre
2: Dame's in uh, ACC this year. Do you
1: think Trevor Lawrence? I think Trevor Lawrence is gonna play. I believe he's gonna play of course too. He's gonna play, but I don't know how much that really helps him at this point. Because it could be a situation where, for example, um you remember when Sam Bradford stayed that extra year? Yeah. I mean, he still got drafted number one overall, but it really didn't help him none. He ended, up, he, ended up, he ended up getting hurt and all this other stuff that ended up happening to him. So it's always that probability as well. A lot of times
2: it, it just doesn't help you. Yeah. Uh I, I, I mean, I, I think I think he go I think he go play. But I think if he take a if he take a hit. He probably sit out for the uh for the reindeer of the season. Be on the safe side. What is wrong with the NCAA? You've had the
1: blueprint with the NBA, you see how MLB is handled things. Arrogant. It's really that's really what it is. They're Bark Emmerich, they're like the the Keystone cops as a, a famous broadcaster I listen to who references them. They always trip over their own feet. They in their own way. They have no leadership there. <clears throat> There's no commissioner. You have all these different commissioners in these conferences, and there's no one governing body that's overseeing everything. Everything's broken up regionally. So now you have two. Of your, your obviously the Big Ten is one of your biggest conferences because they obviously they play in the Rose Bowl every year with the Pac-12. So you got so there's gonna be no Rose Bowl. They're gonna have to push back the College Playoff. Which probably wouldn't matter because it's probably going to be an ACC-SEC championship game anyway. But still, Georgia. So your guys are going to play. My my guys, this is my guys in Tennessee are going to play. Phil free and producer Ben, band. No SC this year. Yeah, that should be good for them. So just 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 crazy, man. To see how this just all just unfolded just within the last twenty four hours. So. If you're tuning in again, there's no Big Ten football this year. There's no Pac-12 football this year. There's no Pac-12 basketball either. Now, let's talk about that situation, especially those who are one-and-dones, players who probably could go into the draft in 2021. I think this is helps them because they're probably going to head over to IMG, go to some basketball academy, and say, okay, so y'all, no, no, no sports. So say if, like, whoever the top player is in California, mm-hmm. I think he goes to SC. I think the kid go to SC. He's like, you know what? I'm good. I'm just going to go to IMG, train. I'll see you at the combine in May. Pretty much. I would do that. I would. <clears throat> this is what niggas are on purpose. Yeah. And, and, and the Pac-12 only has no one to blame for themselves. Yeah. Larry Scott's a horrible commissioner. Look how long Look the Pac-12 Is still not even on In LA hmm. Everywhere It's on It's on Spectrum It's on My it's on Dish It's not on DirecTV We just saw this With the Dodgers If you don't have Your home base tr cheer for you You're not profiting At all But I
2: digress Larry, Larry Scott That's the Chargers huh. Ouch <clears throat> That I'm pretty sure People in San Diego Still root for So No they don't
1: Oh they they root for them to lose. By wow, the way, Hard Knocks premieres in twenty minutes. So let's move on to the NBA. Wow. We are officially a week away from the NBA playoffs. Playoff peak. We'll see if playoff P obviously he's we're gonna talk about playoff P and playoff Pat and playoff Dame. And, we got a lot of beef. It's beef in the, in the, in the, bu- they're calling it beef in the bubble. Whoa. They're calling it beef in the bubble. <laughs> Stop it. But let's talk about, obviously, you get, I want to start off with the NBA awards. And forgive us, obviously, producer Ben obviously has no filtering, ladies and gentlemen. Forgive
2: me. <laughs> nah.
1: <laughs> they did announce over the weekend the NBA awards. We brought, we discussed this a couple weeks ago. And, no oh, man, if y'all could be in the studio right now, this is one of the <laughs> moments where you wish we had Facebook Live right now in the townhouse media <laughs> studio. All right. So, they, we're talking about the NBA awards. They didn't make the we, – we did our predictions. Uh-huh. And now they have the official list. So, let's be on rapid fire on the – rapid fire to, to the nominees. The rookie of the Year. Uh-huh. We got John Morant. Obvious. Zion. Uh-huh. And Kendrick Nunn from the Heat. Wow. Well, I think he's uh, top five in um, three-pointers this year, if by I o- don't remember right. By the way, he was undrafted. Sure was. In the Warriors G League system. Hmm. They for sure could have used him on their team this year. Okay. Coach of the Year. We got Nick Nurse. I'm gonna say it should be Nick Nurse. Huh? You sure? Mike Budenholzer and Billy Donovan. I was about to say. Oh yeah, Billy Donovan. Billy yeah. Donovan. Yeah, you're right. But I think everyone. We said. I said. I said Nick Nurse. I think you said Nick Nurse. Yeah. I said Nick Nurse too. Yeah. I've, I thought
2: Taylor Jenkins, the Memphis coach, was going to get nominated, but but this is why did Billy Donovan. Billy Donovan did a, has done a really great job. Yeah. At the beginning of the year, nobody thought. Hey, OKC was doing was gonna do what they doing. I
1: really thought they were gonna be tanking the whole season. Nah, they have, I they Chris, have Chris Paul and I thought Chris, well, honestly, I didn't think Chris Paul would, would, would ever suit up. I didn't think he was gonna make it through the season. Pretty much, I thought he had been gone by the deadline. I thought they were gonna trade him at first too, but when I realized when they said they weren't gonna trade him, I was like, yeah, they, they, they may make the playoffs, but I didn't expect him to uh, be what n- they're like number five right now. <laughs> yeah, I mean the uh, six, six, <laughs> number six. Shout yeah. out
2: to Chris Paul and Shy. Yeah, uh, they both
1: balling. Hey, so I should be up for uh, most improved player as well. Mm. We're going to get to that. They're talking about another award, um, defensive player of the year. We all said, "Hey, Anthony Davis, he's nominated, along with Giannis and Rudy Gobert." Rudy Gobert might end up winning it. Yeah, he stopped the whole NBA. Yeah, <laughs> oh, <Ouch. laughs> pretty much. Well, he was a defensive player of the year. Then <laughs> he shut down sports. Forget the NBA. Yeah, let's, they call, And then we got six man. We, spoke, we said Lou, trash yeah. Dennis Schroeder was the other finalist. Dennis Schroeder's averaging 19 uh, points off the bench this year. Dennis Schroeder been balling. Yeah. He was balling for him last year. Mm-hmm. He was in the um, Sixth Man of the Year uh, talks last year. Crazy. He was in the he was in the Melo track. Yeah. Melo didn't play a day in Atlanta. Um, Shout out to him being smart enough to get up out of there, too. Right. He said he didn't want to waste his talents over there. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Um, Obviously, MVP, we 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 have this debate. Giannis, LeBron, and James Harden were the finalists. That makes sense. But the award I want to get to the discussion went on tonight is most improved player. Now, we all said, bam. Yeah. We also said Brandon Ingram should have been nominated. Mm-hmm. But the third nominee was interesting from the voters. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Can I take a guess? Is it uh Devontae Graham from um from Charlotte? It should be. He should have been.
2: Yeah. What about you, Mark? Who do you think? Uh if I had to, if I had to pick somebody, I would have went Devontae Graham. I would have too. Yeah. But it was Luka Doncic. Hmm. No.
1: Let me say this. Luka Doncic last year was the rookie of the year. He was an all-star this year. He's gonna be all NBA first team. But I do not agree with him being nominated for most improved player. They asked him about this, and he said it should have been, you should have given my spot to Devontae Graham. Yeah. Devontae Graham last year that averaged was four points. This shit. Lord, he's like, basically, that's basically what he said. This is like a slap in the face. Yeah. I'm focused on on, on MVPs. Mind you, he had just won an MVP up over there in Europe before he got drafted.
2: Pretty much. All right. Well, well, let me let me play devil's advocate on the on the case of uh, uh, Luca. Is his is his numbers better this year than it was last year? Absolutely, of course. So why can't that be counted as most improved? Because we, I think the expectation of him was he could have been the number one pick. That's fine, but he still improved.
1: I understand what you're saying, but. To me, when I think, maybe it's just me, I'm old school when I think of the term most improved player. I just think of a player who came out of no, who out of nowhere was basically a scrub, who made this way to relevance as a as, a real, as a, either a player in, on the first or second string, or sixth man of the year, mm-hmm. or a starter, or became an all-star. I didn't think when I think of Luca, I think he's. I don't think of most improved. I think of a star to a who's trying to turn into a superstar. When you looked at Devontae Graham, he averaged four points for the Hornets last year. This year, he's averaging eighteen. I get that, and, and he's averaging
2: like seven assists, I believe, or some crazy number in assists. I'm not. I'm not disagreeing with y'all. I think Devontae Graham should be in there too. But I'm also just saying, like, if we see Luca has improved and improved dr- drastically, and not even just. With the stats Just you watching this game And you see how his game Gotten better Why can't he Be in a conversation For the most improved player I just, I don't know Maybe it's just me
0: Cause
1: I This isn't Cause this isn't A, a new discussion mm-hmm. One year Kevin Durant Got uh, votes Wait
2: wait 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 What's up producer it's man It's because
3: he's a superstar Already He's a star already well, I mean That's why I don't get Why he's getting The most improved he, To me he's a, He's like a, a star
2: He is but yeah. Why is he getting I, I I don't agree Where he should get it But like I said only thing I'm saying Is if he's improved And it's really been drastic Why can't he be In a conversation for it
1: LeBron wasn't In a conversation for it
2: Kevin Durant And I brought this, in this huh?
1: went, During his second year His second year He was an all NBA And everything Same thing as Luka mm-hmm. He didn't get an Almost improved player The year Kevin Durant Got I get, it, MVP I get, I get it the year Kevin Durant won MVP, he was not. He, he got some votes for Most Improved Player. Who, Kevin Durant? That's the insane. Year, the year he won MVP, there, he should never ever be in the conversation. Kevin should have won
2: MVP. Ooh, <coughs> he should have won with Derrick Rose won. He should have had about eight of them. But we don't get into that. Man, right we're anymore. not
1: gonna go there because
2: uh, that, that's a whole other conversation. Because you can change the uh, title of MVP to LBJ if y'all wanted to. Right, Pretty so. much, you can basically. It was the same thing with Jordan though. Yeah, that's why Kobe only has one. Rest in peace. I don't think that's the reason why Kobe only had one. I think he got shorted, but I don't think that's the reason. Why he, he said at least two. Um,
1: yeah, but he—it it was just weird. Steve Nash. Some, got two some of MVP. his some of his best years were the Lakers weren't that good. Yeah, that's that's Steve, all it was. Steve Nash got two in the care. Care. He should have 2002, the year young. Oh, I ain't gonna say what the year, with the year y'all went to the finals the first time. Yeah, but we lost to the Lakers.
2: Yeah, yeah I remember. Like, yeah. And Shaq said, Shaq said it. Shaq said I'm playing against the Royal MVP in the finals.
1: That's because
2: Shaq, Shaq. Shaq was mad. He, Shaq was salty
1: because he didn't win MVP that year. He felt like he should have won it uh, one of the years and Steve Nash won. But well, no, the,
2: and it's, it's talking so, about, talking about the first three people. No, the first no that that year Tim Duncan won it. Two thousand two.
1: How in the world? How in the world does Tim Duncan have more MVPs than Shaq? I really don't know. He got so, him, somebody tell me that please. And he was ba- and he went back to back too.
3: He's the best power forward in the game. He is.
1: I don't know if he has That's more, enough. but the ha- him have two MVPs. Steve Nash have two MVPs. Steph has two MVPs. Shaq only has one. Kobe only has one. Barkley only has one. He shouldn't have got that one either. Nah, I agree. Which one? The only one he has. The only one he has. He shouldn't have got that one. Nah. Ooh. Oh, so on Barkley? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that should have been the Jordan, but of course. I digress. <laughs> um, speaking of players from the 90s, over the... Last, between the last our last episodes last week, there was another anniversary of a famous transaction trade.
2: John called him a transaction. Well, technically, it was a transaction. He
3: was. He was. He was. That's better than what I thought he was about to say.
2: <laughs> <laughs> hey, if you'd have said it, I would have just walked nah, out. Nah, <laughs> that would have been the, that would have been the yeah that would have been bad. That would have been uh,
1: sports for you. That would have been the walk. That would have been a walk off. This been the walk off episode. <laughs> <laughs> so I think it was. Oh, Dang, it's probably been almost 20 years since this trade, this well, was a signing trade when Grant Hill signed with the Detroit Pistons, with the Orlando Magic. Ooh. I didn't even notice. Ben Wallace was in that deal. Mm. Yeah. Ben Wallace, the signing trade sent Grant Hill to Orlando and Ben Wallace to Detroit. Mm hmm. The What If, produced by
2: Nick Freeze. There we go. What if Grant Hill was healthy Pay my right. nigga Nick Freeze. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah.
1: yeah. NFL Network, you know the number. Yeah. Follow him on Instagram, Nick underscore Freeze. There we go.
3: 213-618-8961. 200, Y'all call in and pay dues. At,
1: there at, we go. At Townhouse Media Now. That's where a few podcasts on, Insta- on Instagram. Y'all know ca- what it is.
2: cash app is Mark.
1: The soup. <laughs> 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 really Byron Hopkins. Dang. <laughs> 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 at J <Jay> Watson 0984, cash <laughs> Town- Town- <eight>. app. <laughs> Town- nope. <laughs> Oh, oh Save <laughs> Well it's sticking in water though That's real But that's um, But If the Grant Hill If Grant Hill would have been healthy Man With him and T-Mac
2: Jeez Mark man I didn't even say nothing <laughs> Yo If Grant Hill would have been healthy with, with T-Mac Well let's also Let's rewind
1: What if Tim Duncan Actually Doc man do y'all know the story why Doc, why Tim Duncan didn't end up in Orlando? Why? So when he had his free agency meeting with the Magic, when, this is when Doc was the coach.
2: Hmm.
1: He asked for a specific request, and that was could his family oh, be, yeah. be invi- could his family be aboard the team playing yes. when they go on road trips? And Doc said no. So. <clears throat> Doc Rivers was over there in Orlando. Now, mind you, he got part, fired from Orlando. Huh? He sure yeah, did.
2: He was coach of the year. and got fired. I understand why now.
1: Yeah, that that you most definitely should be fired for doing something like something idiotic like that. And Doc Rivers is my coach. You could. But that had, was that was very dumb because that team needed somebody up over there. You could have had Tim Duncan, Tracy McGrady, and this is if Grant Hill's healthy. Yeah, but then Grant Hill's injuries still happen. Mm-hmm. You still have Tim Duncan and Tracy. An emerging Tracy McGrady. Ooh, so that leads to another what if. that happens, who drafts White Howard? I think they trade the pick.
2: King's Ransom. I don't think they get the number one pick. They
1: don't get the number one pick.
2: No, no matter what happens. Right. Well, that's right, because yeah. they want to be a
1: lottery team. Yeah, that, yeah that's what I'm saying. Who, who gets point. them at
2: that point? Who was Ooh. the number two pick that year?
1: That, um, that was Charlotte. That was the first. Jordan would not have drafted the White Howard because he would have drafted some. He, he drafted Okafor. He would have still drafted over the, the Bulls had a third pick and they took Are Ben Gordon. Are you
0: fucking kidding me? The Bulls
1: had a third pick and they took Ben Gordon. Wait, wait, wait. Now to Jordan's um, defense, oh, by the way, future still coming soon. The the players that Michael Jordan should have had on the Charlotte Hornets. Oh my God, that's that list is ridiculous. But, <laughs> but um, <laughs> so to Jordan's defense, you know you you could have got you know you could have done something to get uh White Howard or whatever, but. He ended up drafting Okafor, who was a Rookie of the Year. Right. So at that time, it wasn't really a bad pick. Although Ben gordon should have been Rookie of the Year, he was Six Man of the Year though. Ain't that crazy? Ben, ben Gordon was the first Rookie to win Six Man Six Man of the Year. How who, you win Six Man of the Year and don't get
2: Rookie of the Year? Who won? Who? Who? Uh, Charlotte draft?
1: They drafted Okafor, Okafor. Okafor. He wasn't a bad player. Uh, he ended up not staying over there. Candace, but, uh her husband? No, that's uh, Sheldon Williams. Buster. Oh, Buster. Then he go to Duke. Yeah, he's a Buster. That's oh, two. Yeah. That, he's a Buster. One from going to Duke, and he's a Buster the way he did Candace Parker. But that's another, yeah, that's a whole yeah, not, and that's a whole other episode. He was busting. In. No, no, no. no. He, 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 obviously he wasn't doing something right. You know, obviously well, did Candace wrong. But, but yeah, That's a whole other episode. Yeah, to speak professional. Shout out to shout out to Candace and all the WNBA women in the in the in the wobble. That's what they call it, the WNBA bubble. The what? They call it. The they, call it they call it the Wubble the women's bubble. W.
3: That's, that's not that's what we, not, we call the women's bubble.
1: Oh. oh! sponsored by pet. Jeez! Now, back to the show. Dang! Back to the, back to the what if? Back to sports for you, Codmas. Wow! That was sports for you after dark, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> so, let's say that. So you have right here. Yeah. Oh man. You have Grand Hill injuries never happen. Let's say he doesn't, you know, he takes time, he does the proper rehab on his ankle. You have a victory of Trim Duncan, T Mac, and Grand Hill. Doc's the coach. That Eastern Conference with him. Uh huh. You really wish y'all could be in the studio right now. Try to tech my ball. So you have a victory with. Duncan, T-Mac, Grand Hill, Dr. Coach, and then obviously the East had Iverson and Philly. You had J-Kid going to Jersey. They would, they would run the East, most definitely. And you say, what, who, what happens with Dwight Howard?
0: Did you know that United Healthcare helps connect you to doctors and therapists with 24-7 access to virtual care? So I could have therapy from my couch? Yep. Or a doctor appointment from my car? If you wanted to.
2: Wait, you're right. I don't even like when people see me sing in the car couch appointment it is
1: virtual visits are just one of the ways united healthcare helps connect you to better health learn more at uhc.com plan benefits may vary
0: bundling home and car insurance with geico is so easy your neighbors are probably already doing it but who
1: Now the Hornets. Yeah. Or the Bulls having a one pick. And wait, you said that was the year with Ben Gordon. That was the year. I thought the Tyrus Thomas year. No, the Tyrus Thomas was, was the next year, right? 06. 6 okay, okay. That was okay. The, Yeah, they traded. They had they had Lamarcus Aldridge and they traded Oh, what a dumb They
0: dumb, they drafted
1: Lamarcus Aldridge dumb, and they traded for dumb, they traded Ty, for him, dumb, him for Tyrus Thomas. Dumb, dumb move. All, all right. right. Um yeah. Um Dwight Howard most definitely well, if that if all that happens, we don't get those amazing years that we see Um, at Orlando with Tracy because you know, his uh, he doesn't have to score as often, Hmm. you know. So maybe he'd
2: have been a a third option,
1: yeah. He'll be a third option, most definitely. Is that a fact? Yeah,
2: okay. Grant Hill's healthy, right?
1: Grant, look, everybody's healthy, he's most definitely a third option, okay? Because, yeah, Grant Hill, yeah, Grant Hill 100% healthy is oh man, so he doesn't get most improved player. Nah, by the way, Tracy McGrady was a seventh pick in the draft, and he was a most improved player. There should be a requirement. What what year did he win most improved player?
2: 2001. His first year in Orlando. That's when he went from what? Uh his last year in Toronto like he was what? Average what? Like 15? 15 he he, went to like like almost 20, 25. 20,
1: 20, like 20, yeah, 25 26. Yeah. yeah, that's that's a big improvement. Yeah, that's you that's most, that's most that's most improved. improved player. I don't give
2: a fuck where he drafted that. That's most yeah.
1: improved. Yeah, that's 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 a yeah, that's a big jump in numbers. Most definitely.
2: Did Kobe win most improved?
1: No. no. Should have won six man a the year, but I gave it to Danny. What? Kobe Kobe had like two free um all star votes too, but I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to hey, diminish him like. Hey, that. I'm just. Wasn't, it wasn't our fault. It wasn't my fault that Mamba became the youngest player to play an All Star game in Madison Square Garden because they wanted him to play against Jordan. Yeah, that was the only reason why, because he wasn't even a starter. Well, speaking of, of 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 the Detroit Pistons, they're in the news for something else. They offered a tryout to some. They they're they're. I guess they're offering tryouts to done our rappers. Super Bowl. You said what?
2: Offering tryouts to rappers. He did it against the Raiders.
1: We
3: didn't play on the Super Bowl.
2: We played John NFC Championship when we won fifty-five nothing. If you hey, wonder what's going on in the studio, <laughs> the studio,
1: Mark and Big Freeze are doing play-by-play of Tech Mobile right now. <laughs> it's Buffalo versus the LA Raiders right now.
2: Nah, he got he got the Patriots. Oh wow, that's
1: Patriots. Yeah. Oh, that's that that's Scott Norwood. Yeah. Oh, don't say his name too many times. Mark hates the name. Hates that dude. <laughs> yeah. And you'll find out why when Mark discusses the five, the four season of Buffalo on next week's episode, when he, when Mark does his 30 for 30 reviews. But the Detroit Pistons. Master P was on TMZ a few weeks ago, and he discussed it that one Jermaine Cole, a.k.a. J. Cole, is working on trying to get an NBA tryout. Well, someone offered him a tryout, and that is the Detroit Pistons. Mm-hmm. The Detroit Pistons went on Twitter and offered J. Cole a tryout. Obviously, they're not in—they're not in the bubble. Their season's over. They're getting ready for the lottery this coming weekend, the draft lottery, I should say. And obviously, I don't know if they're going to be as like a, a fall league for the for the since there was no summer league this year. Is this a publicity stunt Or you think they really Generally going to give J. Cole a chance um, um, I believe it's a publicity stunt But I mean if he's I've heard A lot of people say That J. Cole's a very good Basketball player I've so, heard that too And I, I
3: think Did he uh, participate In any of those uh, Celebrity yeah. games
1: Yeah and I think it was either Orlando or Houston Yeah He can ball Yeah
3: But he also uh, Just came out with a sneaker too So
1: he signed a Basketball shit He signed a Puma Publicity stunt Publicity stunt. By the way, Kuz, that was, that was the shoes Kuz had on when he made the, the game winner last night. Uh, he, had pu- the J.
2: Cole, he had the J. Coles on. Publicity stunt. Um, no, I do think that, uh, I mean, if, if he can hoop, then it's going to work out for both parties, but I do think off top it's a uh, publicity stunt.
1: Even if he can hoop it makes the team, this, regardless of publicity, it's so going to help. You bring that up. I want to bring up a sign up. I've been watching the No Limit Chronicles, and obviously Master P, we all know, had the Two stints with in the NBA, one first with the Charlotte Hornets in '99, and um, obviously he didn't make the team because of what was going on. Because obviously, I guess, Charlie didn't probably didn't endorse obviously his rap career or whatever. And then a couple years later, he he had the, the trial with the Toronto Raptors where he was there with Vince Carter, with T-Mac, with Oak, and was gonna get the last spot. Butch Carter, the brother of Hall of Fame wide receiver, Chris Carter, was the coach of the, of the Toronto Raptors at the time. Wanted to sign Master P to the Raptors. But then Vince Carter's agent got in trouble with a fraud scam where he frauded five NFL players. This is a dude who was out of Florida. So a lot of, it was a lot of former Florida Gator players, like. Redale Anthony, I think Jacquez Green, mm. and I just that, and the Raptors just obviously the politics kept P out of basketball. Obviously, Master P also I don't know he went I forget he went to the University of Houston. Yep, but he sure tore his, did. But tore his ACL. Let's talk some NFL because you know, we are going to, and then we'll get to the the main event of what ton, tonight's episode is going to be. I'm gonna let Nick Freeze have a moment. You know, to to vent because his quarterback, Derek Carr. (sighs) Yeah. I need to, I should have sent Seducer Man something, man. I'm going to send it to you right now. Let's hold off that. I'm going to, I I need to, there's only one type of music that needs to be played for. Oh, yeah. Fuck the police? No. Well. I'm texting it to you right now, producer man. There's only one thing that could be played for when Nick Freeze discusses his Las Vegas Raiders. And if you're a real Raider fan, you know what I'm talking about. If you don't know what I'm talking about, then you're not a Raider fan. But I was watching the herd the other day, and he and Colin Cowherd, by the way, love you, Colin, but the Blazers are not beating the Lakers in the first round. Sorry. Um, Wait, wait, wait. He thinks they can beat them in the first round. He said the Lakers are a fool's gold one. Just like all those years LeBron was in the East and he didn't try to be the one. Now he's the one. He's the fool's gold one. Just loving how everyone is churning. He's a little – oh, my God. He made a career off of LeBron too. He most definitely has. And he now he's saying, oh, now, now LeBron's a fool's gold. Fool's gold. But I digress. He's, oh. he's not an Anthony Davis fan, so we have to remember that. All right, but – but you can could, you could throw on that um, NFL Films music for for this particular topic, producer, man. I want to play a game called Blind Resume. Recently, everyone discussed, we were discussing the contract situation from one Dak Prescott. So, I'm going to give, well, so, not matter if I play that, did you get it? I want that playing. Because this actually has to deal with Derek Carr as well. Derek Carr, the autumn wind is who's the tired. quarterback of the Raiders. You might as well keep that on repeat because this is going to be a nice segment for, for Nick Freeze to vent his frustrations about his quarterback. Although I respect that he's wearing the eight and remember, it's Kobe.
3: Yeah, most definitely.
1: Derek time Carr's tired of being respect, disrespected. He's frustrated with everybody's disrespect of him. He's not going to take it anymore. He's like the guy in, Wall, in, the, in, that play, in that play Wall Street. He's mad as hell. He's not going to take it anymore. He's tired of being disrespected. I'm sorry, Mr. Carr. Much given is given as much respected. you are the quarterback of the silver and black. And I'm a Broncos fan. But there comes a legacy with being the quarterback of the Raiders. So, producer Nick Ben... I'm gonna give the floor to Nick Freeze to talk about his quarterback. Your thoughts on your quarterback's comments. First and foremost, Derek Carr has to be one of the more frustrating quarterbacks to have on your team. Because when you see the guy play with at his best, he can be a top ten quarterback. I'm not going no farther than top ten.
0: Are you fucking kidding me?
1: But he makes so he makes so many mental. Like mistakes, I think his problem is he he tries too hard during games, and he and he has one of those old school gun slinger mentalities, you know. I'm I'm gonna I'm win this game no matter what. But as far as him saying he's tired of being disrespected, I mean, let's let's just be real. You haven't been even a quarter piece of your of yourself that one year where you were in MVP talks. You know, each year it seems as if you're gonna you're gonna be um, getting back to that form, but you just it seems like you just you just got stagnant after a while. And when you play for the Raiders, first and foremost, just having the Raiders uniform anyways, you're gonna be attacked. That's just how it is. The Raiders are one of those teams in NFL where if you wear that jersey, you know you, you pretty much have a target on your back, just like cowboy jersey. So you have to sit there and like you said, the tradition. Kenny Stabler what this guy did for the Raiders rest you know he, you know yeah rest in, in peace. peace the the disrespect he um, went with um, throughout his whole life as far as not getting into the Hall of Fame until he died is is a whole different story for a whole different day that's going to be a definitely an episode yeah that was the ultimate disrespect even even Rich Gannon he tried to carry um the legacy for a while but at the end of the day you have to prove to everybody that you are as good as your contract says because a lot of people are saying that we are overpaying you Mm. and to be honest at this point I kind of have to agree you know there's you know you you got the contract and it seemed as if you just got comfortable Mm. you know this this is your year that's the reason why he's doing all this talking because literally we built our draft around giving him weapons that's right we didn't get no extra pass rushers this year you know we didn't. You know, and there were some good pass rushes available that we could have got. Oh yeah, he's gone. But um that's what thermo do. Yeah, most definitely. But you know, we got you got Rugs over there. He's supposed to open up the offense for everybody. You know, we still got uh, Tyrell Williams. You know, we still got Waller. Jacobs is over there. We're gonna have the best offensive line in um, football next year. Our defense is going to get better. It's all up to you at this point. What are you gonna do? That's the reason why he's doing all this talking because he knows it's on him. And outside of that, they just moved to a new city. You know, they don't have they don't have to keep you no more. You can, you know, John Gruden's like, hey, look, this is your third year, dude. You need to do something right now, or I don't even is his contract up after this year? That's why I'm coming to that's why I wanna Ooh, bring see? segue to this next subject. We wanna do this thing that Colin Cowher did called blind resume. And Derek Carr is the subject of the blind resume. I'm mm-hmm. going to give you Derek Carr's stats, and then I'm going to give you a quarterback who's un- 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 an anonymous quarterback. This is Derek Carr versus quarterback one over the last four seasons. Derek Carr's <laughs> thrown for 90 touchdowns, 30 for seven interceptions, 15,536 yards. 15,000? 15, 15,536 okay. 15, yards. A 66.4 completion percentage and a 94.5 passer rating.
2: Uh-huh.
1: Anonymous quarterback one. 97 touchdowns, 36 interceptions. Comparable. 15,778 yards. Uh-huh. 65.8 completion percentage. want to say 97 higher, percentage. Higher passer pass high, rating. Higher right? Is that person you're talking about? Aaron Rodgers. You think Aaron Rodgers? Producer Ben, you think i You want to throw a quarterback out there? Philip Rivers. You say Philip Rivers? I was, Mark, about say, I was about to say Philip Rivers. You say Philip Rivers? That is the stats of one Rain Dakota Prescott. Mm. That is Dak Prescott's first four.
0: Every day, thousands of hackers try to steal your crypto. But Arculus uses air gapped technology by forming a protective barrier that insulates you from hackers and secures your crypto. Order yours at getarculus.com.
1: Four years in the NFL. Compared to Derek Carr's Last four years in the NFL mm-hmm. Quarterback number two We're going to focus on the 2019 season Uh huh. Derek Carr threw For 21 touchdowns and 8 interceptions Terrible. 4,054 yards Had a 70.4 completion percentage And a 100.8 passer rating QB number two 24 touchdowns, 8 interceptions 4,057 yards Passing yards a sixty point eight completion percentage and an eighty eight passer rating. Is that Tom Brady? You said Tom Brady, producer
2: Ben. Hmm. You said how many touchdowns? One. Hold on. Here we go. Twenty four.
3: This is last run. year, 20,
1: right? I take that back. That's
3: not Tom Brady. Twenty four touchdowns.
1: This is last year. This is twenty nineteen. Twenty nineteen. Colin Murray. yes, yeah,
3: last year. Uh, uh, Brian Leffridge.
2: He He's a coach. What? <laughs> That's cold. <laughs> 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 um, you said Brady. Uh that sorry quarterback from Rams. You said Jared Goff. Mm-hmm. Nick Freeze is correct. It was Tom Brady.
3: Oh. Mm-hmm.
1: Tom Brady had an off year. hmm And our last QB. This is for his career. Good. He's not as good as Tom Brady. Stu- no, of good. course not. And he wasn't as good as Tom Brady last year, neither. I agree. Derek Carr for his career has a sixty-four percent completion percentage. Averages six point nine yards per pass attempt. What time out, time out? Time out! Time out! Time out! What you just said right there is is, is a big reason why he gets me upset. But go ahead. Six
2: point nine yards.
1: I don't like that when he's per attempt. <laughs> Ninety point seven. Wow. Ninety point seven. <laughs> I just really thought about that. Said. <laughs>
3: I, didn't I didn't even think. Ouch.
1: Ninety point seven passer rating.
3: Good point.
1: And a four point three touchdown percentage. Okay. QB number three, a career sixty-two point nine pat completion percentage. Seven and a half <laughs> yards per attempt. Mm-hmm. Eighty nine point six passer rating. And also has a four point three touchdown percentage. Um read second. Oh. Is that I don't know why I keep thinking that um, the numbers you throwing are Aaron Rodgers numbers for some reason. You saying Aaron Rodgers? Yeah, I'm thinking Aaron Rodgers again.
3: <laughs> Rodgersberger.
1: You saying Ben Rodgersberger?
3: Rodgersberger didn't play
2: last year. Uh, oh, we talked last year.
1: <laughs> well, it's on career. Oh, career. Oh yeah. Uh, career. You said. He said. You said. I Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. You said Big Ben. Who you think?
2: Um, worst career. Worst career. Yeah. <clears throat> uh. Damn, Jim Plunkett. Jim Plunkett.
1: Well you're on the right You're on the right track Mark But It's It's not It's not It's another Raiders quarterback Marinovich No It's your new backup Marcus Mariota Uh oh Uh oh Marcus Mariota I forgot he's over there That's another reason why he's talking too Marcus Mariota Is only Has has only A a yard A 1% Fewer Completion percentage a point six higher passer attempt, a point passer, lower passer rating, and they have the same exact
2: touchdown percentage. Um, I come in to compare him to uh, what's the quarterback of the Chargers' name? Tyrod. Mm-hmm.
1: Let's not do that. Mm-hmm. Let's not. Come on, man. Ty, come on, Hard Knocks just started. Good, good spirits, <laughs> come on, it was just the first episode of Hard Knocks, <laughs> man. It's relax. Good
3: spirits this weekend. No bad. Wrong mic. <clears throat>
1: <laughs> oh Man <laughs> Why Mark really let me, Where's saying mark the, 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 the tie rod slander man
3: It's the charger slander
1: Oh Well that's what it is Oh To the crib They owed him Alright that's enough <clears throat> So um, When he plays slander <laughs> Let me ask you this all the, all the free agency moves In the NFL this past season Uh huh which player has the
2: biggest shoes to fill? Um, the biggest shoes to fill or have, have the most pressure on them? You can say that.
1: Uh, the most pressure is most definitely either uh, Cam Newton or Derek Carr, in my opinion. Okay.
2: It's, it, it sounds crazy even in my brain. and know will sound even crazier when I say it. Well Tom Brady? Tom Brady. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, that too. Because he has to prove that he can do what he does outside of uh, New and, England. And he has the weapons to do it. Yeah uh, So he, he has
1: he, to He doesn't have the defense Like he usually had up over there But he most definitely Has the offensive weapons Yeah But I do not But Tom Bowles is a good Defensive coordinator He's not a good head coach Oh yeah By the way Shout out to Bruce Arians You know that most of his staff Is black Yeah most I mean, he's Only coach that I know Who has a black Offensive coordinator a Black defensive coordinator Who's the offensive coordinator Uh Brian Leftwich. Brian Lefwich. Lefwich. Okay And uh Wow Wow
2: how that's ironic! Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> that's I, crazy. How ironic that he's the offensive Wait, coordinator. And, and, wh- and wh-
1: where was he the quarterback coach at last year? Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. So he's been over there. The entire, that's crazy.
2: He's been he's been he's been with Bruce Arians
1: wow. from, since, from since Arizona, huh? Yeah. Wow. Remember, he sure was a quarterback coach over so remember there. Remember when Bruce
2: Arians was the OC for the Steelers, Byron which was Big Ben's backup. He sure was. And that's crazy how have Ben brought up Byron Leftwich five minutes ago. Yeah, yeah. he's Tom Brady's offense coordinator.
3: I'm a Byron. What can you say? Oh, hey, well,
1: my, Drop the mic. Drop the mic. Drop the mic. On oh. that one. So, uh. now let's get to the what we what today's episode is about. We got the Pepsis here. Drop the Pepsi. Tonight's episode is titled, At the 30s. What? Not, no, it's on, not. not on the 30s. No. At the <laughs> 30s. Not that 30s. Huh? Not. Not. Part one. The thirty for thirties. <laughs> the best documentaries in sports. <laughs> no, nah, we ain't going over that thirties. No way. He said no way. <laughs> <laughs> Nick- nah son. Huh? See now see now y'all starting see now you all people be thinking rumors see, about me. Yep. Do not let people Do not be listening to stop.
2: Stop it. Yeah, we need cameras in here, fam. Stop. (laughs) I'm dripping with cribs. Stop it. (laughs) See, see, this is the rumors, man.
1: This happens when you grow up on one side of Central, you know what I'm saying?
2: Oh, that shit funny. Yeah. (laughs) He's pretty Easty.
1: Oh, man. So, Nick Freeze. Yes, sir. We're gonna discuss your five, thir- Judge about five thirty for thirties.
2: Wait, hold on. Are we gonna do that first, or you wanna say the what we think should be the future thirty for thirties? Y'all wanna should we let's get the people what they want. We we
1: know. Let's give them some future thirty for thirties. Yeah. So let's pick up where we where, where Nick Freeze almost gave some free publicity last night, but I had to we had to cut that short. We don't want. We don't yeah. want most ESPN, definitely. I want ESPN producers listening and saying, oh, well, well, I just found out we should. Why haven't we thought about a 30 for 30 on this topic? Well, I guarantee you this.
2: Oh, we didn't say it on air last night. No, we too. I mean, last week, huh? Yeah. We, oh, geez, that's a, but, that's a great 30 for 30.
1: So, Nick Fury's last week had a perfect 30 for 30. We discussed after the show. Mm-hmm. As we get ready to discuss his top five 30 for 30s, his honorable mention as well. But he had the perfect. The thirty for thirty, he thought should be the next something that ESPN should consider. So ESPN, if you're listening, you are, and we know you are most definitely. We know your digital crew is probably scoped to Spotify and Spreaker for our podcast right now. Holler at my brother Nick Freeze because he's about to probably give y'all some millions that y'all can and y'all can be handing this brother definitely. off most some definitely. of that some of that royalty money. Nick I- Freeze, tell the people the thirty for thirty you thought about last week. All right, so. Right here, I have actually have a top five 30 for thir- future 30 for 30s that I have. Let's go. And the 30 for 30 that I talked about is actually I'm gonna have it number two. Okay, so let's go. Let's start at number five. Number so, five. this will, it's our listeners, this week we'll have Freeze's fi- five future 30 for 30s because next week we're gonna discuss Mark Smith and he's gonna give his five. And then, we'll, then I'll have my five in two weeks. So, stay tuned. So, this is at the 30 for 30s part one.
3: Freeze's fives. Let's right.
1: go. Number five, addiction, Josh Gordon. Wow, that could be a series because that could care because because that is currently that is currently my brother, man, that, man. Because that is currently present NFL. Uh huh. It'll be past NFL exactly. and future NFL. Exactly. Why why story on Josh Gordon? Because his his story is so interesting because here's a guy who really in all honesty has hall of fame talent sure does by the way his peep he peaked at number 18 on the top 100 one year. The, yes. year the year he had the 1800 yards and he had six different quarterbacks and mind you he didn't play three games now this dude has hall of fame talent written like everywhere he just has really bad off the field issues and he may not... I'm pretty sure he's not the only player that has to deal with these addictions and everything that he has wow. to go through. So, I feel as if this is very interesting for the future football players to look at more so than the than like the average person to look at. This guy, and for those who don't know Josh Gordon's story, he was a star wide receiver at Baylor where he was Robert Griffin III's one of his top targets. He sure was. One of his top targets. Um... Wow, Thurman Whoa. Thomas.
2: Yeah, no, I seen it.
1: Um twice in the Hall of Fame. It's real life shit. Um, he was kicked out of out of Baylor because obviously he was abusing drugs. He was dealing drugs. He ended up at Utah. That wasn't that. Um, he ended up was he uh, gone the year that RG three actually won uh, Heisman? Yes. Wow, he would have been number. He would have been the number one receiver drafted, guaranteed. Now he, knew-
3: now he he's just he's just on weed, right? It wasn't. Was the other stuff?
1: Uh, so far it, it it's just weed. weed. I think I think and like antidepressants or something. I don't. I'm not a hundred percent sure with that. But but what I keep hearing is he's experimenting yeah. a lot with, with other drugs as well. But it's heavenly weed though. Yeah, he can't he can't he can't pass a drug test, and it's like
3: I do got a mental problem. bro. Yeah, most definitely sure do. addiction,
2: man.
1: Yeah, <clears throat> and now he he ended up going to the Cleveland Browns in a supplemental draft. He had a breakout season. I think it was 2014. Had over eighteen hundred yards. But then he the day of the draft, I think that day that, they, that he got for that he passed, he failed another drug test. And he's been in and out of the league the last six years because of failed drug tests. You can also add Randy Gregory to that list. If you that yeah. add Rand, Randy Gregory to that list. By the way, a guy Randy Gregory's actually played more games than um than Josh Gordon has. That's crazy, right? A guy, you know, a guy who they don't bring up when you talk about the addiction story. Who's that? Justin Blackman. I was going to say that too. I I, just, I thought about him after I said Josh Gordon. He mm. he was a um well, he was top ten pick, wasn't he? He was a top seven pick by the Jaguars. He was the best receiver that year. Most definitely. Most definitely. Yeah, he he gets uh, brushed under the rug. Him and um, what was the dude from um? They used to play for the. Uh, was it Titus Young? Yeah, that's a sad story. Yeah, he had a sad story too.
2: Mm. I, I will. I will watch that uh, thirty for thirty. I sure will too. What's What's right. What's
1: next, brother? Number four: The trials and tribulations of Derrick Rose.
2: <laughs> Damn, that
1: was one of mine. But okay. And that's also going to be a hint to what, what when we talk about freezes top five, because obviously Benji mm-hmm. falls right into right into the same story. It's crazy. Chicago star high school player at Simeon. Goes to Memphis, All-American, number one pick, youngest MVP. He should have got it. Obviously, he should have went to LeBron, but that's a whole other story. But um torn ACL in 2012, and his career was just never the same. Mm-hmm.
2: <clears throat> that's that's what happens when you rush back. Penny, Penny went through it. Tracy McGrady went through it. Grant Hill. Grant Hill. Brandon Grant Roy. Roy. Yeah. <clears throat> Uh, you know, just gotta, don't... Excited for a road trip? Start it off
0: right with auto coverage from American Family Insurance. J.D. Power ranked us number one in customer satisfaction with the auto insurance shopping experience among mid-size insurers.
3: Get a quote at amfam.com. American Family
0: Insurance.
3: For J.D. Power 2021 award information, visit
0: jdpower.com awards. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Hear that? That's the sound of someone trying to steal your crypto. Every day, thousands of hackers online are doing the same. That's why Arculus uses air-gapped cold storage technology to protect your assets. Using our keycard and wallet app to form a protective barrier, Arculus insulates you from hackers and puts control of your digital assets back in your hands order the first truly air-gapped crypto wallet at com.
2: first back man greg Golden. yeah but well, greg olden had, didn't have no knees when he was at ohio state yeah he was done yeah serious oldest
1: nixon disease too yeah
2: man yeah, that's, that's,
1: yeah he was a uh, that's another what if case oh boy they would have took durant one i know right and brandon roy was there with marcus aldrich they didn't need Kevin Durant. They had Lamarcus Aldridge. Then they I signed did. something. The uh, Suns GM will say. But, yeah. uh, but number three, <laughs> yeah. Next ne- next topic because Mark's going to get because Mark's not. number three is kind of it's kind of personal for me. What's that? Um, I really want to see this. I don't know if it um if it really deserves to be above these other two, but I would like to see them do something about the year of Donald Sterling and the Clippers. That that whole trickle down effect. I would actually like to see that in a documentary. Let me tell you, I watched the Quibi show. Mm-hmm. By the way, Quibi is a horrible app. I'm sorry I was,
2: about this. I don't know why people even did this. Man.
1: That was a horrible. That sounds like a dumbass name. It was a. It was a. It's a horrible app. Number one, if you want to do a streaming app, you need to be able to put it on your TV. Not everything is meant to be on the phone.
2: There's not one. Wait, you can't watch it? You can't sync it to your TV?
1: No. Oh yeah, that's 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 done. That sounds Quibi-ish. Exactly. And that's why their their stock is falling. Sounds it's, sounds about Quibi. But yes. <laughs> That whole year with Donald Sterling. Yeah. From, from the V. Steviano tape mm-hmm. to Bomber buying the Clippers. The whole. Pro, what, what the hey, protests would have happened?
2: man?
1: No, she was a woman. She looked like a man. I mean. Doc Rivers won the. Um, thinking about quitting the team. It was a lot of stuff. Were they going to boycott yep. the game? The Warriors were considering. Yeah. The Warriors took them to seven games that year. Clifford's one, but it was talking about not playing that game after the tapes released. LeBron going on ESPN saying, We don't need this type of guy in our league. You had Snoop blasting him on Instagram. You had Lil Wayne blasting him on Instagram. You had Kevin Hart saying F you on Twitter about this dude. You had Steven Jackson, obviously, shout out to Stack. He went on Center criticizing. It was just so much. Mm hmm. That was that was a crazy little uh, couple of weeks. So that was that was wild. Adam Silver bans this dude for life. Now the they get sold for a record two billion, and now the Balmer era, and then just the whole story. I'm also recommend I don't, I'm trying to promote a podcast, but I didn't listen to the Sterling Affairs, the podcast about Donald Sterling. My, um, from thirty On the 30 for 30 podcast is where we're talking about 30 for 30s mm-hmm. Ramona Shelburne did it It was a great job But um Shout out to, Momo. Shout out to the Our family So um, I listened to that podcast All five episodes Some of the stuff The fact that they had Sterling Sterling Still on tape They was able to get her to talk mm-hmm. I thought was just incredible so you have to have the right principles. The only person principle they did not have on the podcast was V Stiviano, and she's tried to stay out of the spotlight. Does the V stand for Victor? I don't, no one knows what the V stands for. I digress. But maybe Vernon. She was a silly rabbit. I don't know. <laughs> That's what she says. She was a silly rabbit. She told Barbara Walters, but um, tricks off of kids. Yeah, and Donald Sterling. So. <laughs> So she's trying to suppose she's been she became a mom now and she's trying to stay out of the the whole lifestyle of Hollywood and celebrity and stuff. If, if they can get her on the on camera talking about how she got the tape, how when did this happen? Yeah, that'll be that'll be crazy. That's that makes that work. Yeah. Guarantee. That's always going to work. Now, before Nick Freeze gives his number two. This was the 30 for 30 we discussed off air last week, ladies and gentlemen. And when me and Mark heard this, we was like, why didn't we not think about this? For those who don't know, I'm a Tennessee Volunteers football fan. Mark is a Georgia Bulldogs football fan. Go Bulldogs. We here in our teams reside in the Southeastern Conference, a.k.a. the SEC, where one school in Gainesville resides. Mm -hmm. Get your shit off. Get your shit off, Nick. And at that... And with that, Nick Freeze, your number two future 30 for 30 is? 2007-2009 Florida Gators. Man. And let's be honest, that could actually start in 2006. It really could. When Tim Tebow, when Urban Meyer's first year at Florida, leaving Utah, T- Chris Leak was the quarterback. You had Percy Harvin on the team. Tebow, he had a... Will come in on certain plays. They win the national championship, being Ohio State. Chris Leak leaves. T-Ball comes in, and that's the birth of t Mania. Mm-hmm. Wins the Heisman. You have Aaron Hernandez, Brandon Spikes,
2: and then the next year they, they went. They have a bunch of niggas that's in the NFL now,
1: pretty yeah. much. Yes. and they had dudes on the team selling dope. <laughs> the, the pound sees. And then the following year, they win the national championship, beating Oklahoma. But then the following year, things just get out of control because you have all these players arrested. Urban Meyer has a heart attack and just abruptly quits. Takes some years off and then becomes comes back to Ohio State. Same song. He gets sick again. Now he's in TV. And that's why I said, me and Mark were the first to be able to say it. He'll be the next coach at USC. Right. Yeah, I agree. With I, I agree with um, that 100 uh, because he's the type of guy that USC needs. But explain the premise behind this thirty for thirty. I chose this because uh, it, it's just—it's too easy. It's just too easy. If you're if if you're the people making thirty for thirties, this is like one of the easiest ones to make. You have the whole Tebow mania going on. You got the Pounceys out here. Pretty much being drug dealers and just they was the men up out, up over there. Then you got uh, what's his name, Riley Cooper, and what happened with him when he got to the NFL? Racist. Yeah, you have Percy Harvin who has all these quote unquote headaches all the time. Man. Didn't do shit in Buffalo. Oh, it wasn't just Buffalo. He <coughs> did no stuff for the Jets either. She barely did anything for the Seahawks. I don't yes, he did. He killed the Broncos in the Super Bowl. Well, y'all are already dead. He pretty much just that was it was a wrap. But um. It's just all those personalities over there mixed in with all of that talent. Even outside of, well, well, Brandon Spice had a situation too with that um yeah. with with that chick up on that um on that little uh, dating website. That's right. Mm. And that that I heard that led to him um facing not the NFL as well behind some other stuff. But it was just all that talent up over there on that team mixed in with all the little controversies going on. But all of that's being covered by. Mr. Mr. Uh, Tim Tebow, who was um, who was the uh, NCAA's angel at that time, he I couldn't see. do no wrong. Yeah, well, he, well, I know someone who did wrong and drafted him, and that was the Denver Broncos. Uh, that's why Josh McDaniels needs to stay an uh, offensive coordinator. Yeah. Anybody
2: in the offensive,
1: basically, yes. But and, but then they also forget that people forget who was Tim when Tebow became the quarterback. Who was his backup? Cam Newton One Cameron Newton uh, That's a story in itself right there And Cameron Newton was ki- Left Florida Because he was Kicked out For allegedly stealing Somebody's laptop mm-hmm. He ended up at Ben at Belling College in Texas mm. And then ends up at Auburn Allegedly be- Mississippi State Offered his dad a church But <clears throat> yeah. well, Who offered his dad a church? Miss- he was Mississippi State Supposedly, he was trying. Mississippi State offered his dad a, a building so his dad can not start a church.
2: I think I would have took the uh, Mississippi State deal,
1: uh, but he ended up at Auburn. I uh, think
2: Auburn uh, gave him a church too. They look,
1: well, I think well, <laughs> and and um in Atlanta, you know Cam Newton is bigger than uh, Matt Ryan, so <laughs> it, so yeah, that that's how that goes. Now that Chuck, all leads to number one. Number one. <laughs> This one's the e. This is so easy. I know it's going to eventually be made, but eight twenty four, life of Kobe. It's going to eventually be made, but I'm calling it right now. That that right there is too easy of a call in itself. I think they should have done this even if the tragedy would have happened. And this crazy is Magic said this is in the works because there, he is going to be Last Dance like. Yeah, it has to be. It it might it, it should be they should try to make it better than the last dance just off the simple fact of you know that he's not here anymore because you have Kobe Inc has all the footage
3: and that be better than Jordan
1: oh boy that's not here we go again if you and the fact Kobe Inc has all the footage um, Gotham Troper the the doc- Eddie, Eddie Jordan
2: <laughs> oh wow Larry well, Larry Jordan let's let's everybody relax now let's, let's, but he not better than Larry Jordan.
1: Not what you were saying, John? I was saying, yeah, he definitely better than Mike. I'm saying, God, niggas, it's crazy. Kobe Inc. got the trouble. They have all this unreleased footage from his last season, mm-hmm. so it's going So they're just needing probably talk to Vanessa to see, give, give, give consent through to put the puzzle the piece to the puzzle together. So <laughs> that's basically two documentaries. Then they got the last, uh. uh the last what last oh not the last dance what are they gonna call it the um it's the farewell season The farewell lap. season the um what what did they call it that year um, um oh my god it, it was it, uh, was a specific name for it Kobe, no Dwayne Wade's the farewell tour Kobe's farewell, farewell tour the farewell tour
2: that's what it was Paul Pierce didn't get one Draymond I mean, Green, Draymond Green said he's
1: not Kobe it. oh by the way side note before we get into the your your, your top five thirty for thirties mm-hmm. did Draymond the Green deserve to be fine for no. his, for his quote about Devin, Devin Book? I didn't see what what he said wrong he said facts. Well, the only reason why he got fined is because they basically told him, are you tampering? And he said, maybe. That's literally the hey. only reason why he got uh, fined. <laughs> when, that, like, everything else he said was the truth. But when when they asked him that direct question, and you said maybe, then you're getting fined. And he knew he was going to get fined. Wait, he didn't care. Wait, what question did they ask him? Do you think you're tampering? Do you think you're tampering? That's what he said. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> That's why he got fined. Basically, basically implying that Golden State should I'm go rich, make a... It- yeah, pretty Play much. The trade. Go make the trade. Yeah, for Devin Booker. I don't know who obviously. Even...
2: What the fuck? They got to trade.
1: Uh, nothing. Whoa, 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 whoa! Y'all are tripping if y'all think they have nothing to trade. Who? Unless they train trade the number one pick. Oh, no, they, they have. Trade they Clay. have. They look. No, no, no. They're gonna trade Andrew Wiggins. They're gonna trade those uh those picks. They're they there's ways for them to, for it to work. They've been saying that same thing with Giannis too. I think he's just gonna go over there in free agency.
2: I think Giannis come to the Lakers. You
1: think he's gonna take over when Bron leave?
2: Absolutely. That's why Giannis' little brothers in the Lakers uh farm system. That's why Jason Kidd is here. Although report today that Jason mm. Kidd that although the report is that the Nets want to bring Jason Kidd back.
1: Jason Kidd ain't going over there. Jason Kidd gonna say right over there in L. We're
2: gonna have
3: all the, uh, the uh, brothers over there. It, what is
2: it? Three of them or two? What? Uh, to two. Be is is one I play in Milwaukee and one I play with the Lakers?
1: Yep. Now the youngest one is in high school still. Yep And I heard he um, might be the one that's uh, he's about, Outside of Giannis He's the he's the real good yeah. one Yeah Like he's the one that got the, the talent from early on Like you can see it mm. Compared to everybody else Okay Nick Freeze Yes sir You gave your top five 30 for 30s two weeks ago Let's first start With your honorable mention that was June 17th yes. 1994 Yes What stood out about this document About this 30 for 30 to you all the stuff that was going on at the same time crazy <laughs> that's that's literally what made me think like wow it, it reminded me of like um what's that movie uh uh crash wow that's that's what it reminded me of it, it it had that type of like feel to the uh watching it it was like so much stuff was going it was like four or five things going on at the same exact time and you know during that time there's no social media there's no cell phones well these type of cell phones but, so it's like everything is either being heard on um, over the radio or you watching something on TV, and everything's not gonna be going at the same time. So everybody's not gonna figure out the information all at the same time. So it was it was just crazy seeing all, and it was it wasn't just little events too. It was just like it was so many big events going on at the same time. It was OJ's car chase, the the New York Rangers Stanley Cup celebration, the opening of the World Cup. Mm. Arnold Palmer shot his last round at the U.S. Open. Shout out to Arnold Palmer. Um, most definitely. Yeah. Rest in peace, Arnold Palmer. Um, Man.
3: Shout out to the drink, Arnold Palmer. That's, that's him. About. Yeah. That's him. The, that's what I'm saying. The drink. That's shit.
1: That's right. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's legendary. Arnold Palmer, obviously, not, if you've never seen Arnold Palmer golf, you know Arnold Palmer behind the, behind the Arnold Palmer Oh, man, this is going to be a heated game right here. If you're hey, here in the Townhouse Media studio right now, ladies and gentlemen, Mark and producer Ben Reddy are playing hey, um, NBA Jam, one of my favorites. Hey, they nigga, go. We got the Golden State Warriors with Chris Mullen and Tim Hardaway versus Miami with Baby Jordan, Harold Miner, and Ronnie Cycle. By the way, Ronnie Cycle, you want to talk about a dude who had a, a rebirth after basketball? He's like one of the biggest EDM DJs right now. Hey, yeah. Um, Yes. He is made he goes over he tours overseas and gets millions. Yeah. He, as he, an EDM DJ. Yeah, he makes more money off of that than he did in um, basketball. Most definitely. Some of the Syracuse guys, man. Oh wow. I hated that play.
2: Hey, um that that uh OJ docu- uh thirty for thirty, I, that shit was dope for me. Uh I don't know, just just seeing how uh you know how everything went down. Made in America. Yeah. Oscar Award winning. Um and just to see, like, that type of uh, athlete <laughs> in trouble like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Like, for me in my lifetime, that was like, I think that might have been the first time that I've, I've seen that. That, um, I, that was, like, what, 90, 90, 94. 94? 94, yeah. Like, I wasn't seeing, like, you know, the big-time athletes, like, going through, you know, doing all kind of crazy shit like that, yeah. man.
1: Now, to everybody who's, you know, young as hell that's maybe listening to this. Uh, before O.J. was known as the uh, the murderer, he was a very, very, very good uh, football player and was very much liked by the public. He was the ultimate pitchman. Yeah, most definitely. Been in movies, every, everything. Enterprise, all those. Yeah. Leslie Nielsen, Naked Gun movies. Yep. Obviously, but we all know the whole legendary line: "I'm not black. I'm O.J." Yep. From the book of O.J. on on Jay Z's album. Uh huh. But before that, and they brought this up when the NFL did their top 100, they did, they did the all-time 100 team because OJ was one of the running backs. Yeah, and they kept it strictly football. And, and, I, and shout out to Chris Collinsworth because they did keep it strictly football. They As said they, before all, sure the, all the all the the, the stuff when they were talking about the running backs, this guy was basically. And Mark, obviously, you were Bills fan. You got to see I I a out Bills of, fan then. going then, but obviously you you've, you've seen th- right. history. Obviously, through your years as a Bills right, fan. Right, 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 right. Uh huh. So, the, the the June 17th, 1994, was just crazy because also we forget that was the game. That was game four of the NBA Finals. Yep. The Knicks and the Houston Rockets were on TV and then they had to the put it in the pitcher. That was the birth on pitcher and pitcher. Oh, yeah, yeah. I do remember that.
3: Who won that game?
1: The Knicks won the game.
3: Ooh, that was the only one they won.
1: Now, they went to seven games. And John Starks went like two for 18 in game seven. Sorry, ass nigga. Nice. So yeah, trash. And um, just yeah, imagine so. all that stuff was going on, and everyone's focused on this car chase down the four hundred five, all the way back, all the way to um, where was OJ Stan? in Brentwood? Uh huh. He was the mayor of Brentwood. He was the unofficial mayor of Brentwood. Yeah. Yeah. Until they start killing the people.
2: <laughs> so.
3: Slayer.
1: <laughs> wow. Whoa, we got some breaking news. Uh-oh, uh-oh,
2: uh-oh. uh-oh. uh-oh.
1: We got to hit the sound on this one. Right now, the obviously, this game really does have no playoff implications, and that's between the Milwaukee Bucks and the Washington Wizards. But reigning MVP Giannis Antetokounmpo was ejected from the first half after he headbutted butted for— Wizard Center, Mo, Mo Wagner doing an altercation. The
2: fuck you! have but
1: that dumb nigga for? Because he's because he's an idiot. That that's 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 not smart. You're about to win. M-
2: Nick, what are you do that for? Heads. What? Huh? There you go. what?
1: He got what? He headbutted him? No. He went straight straight WWE he, on on Mo Wagner. <laughs> he should be lucky he don't get suspended. Oh, he will. No, he not. He's, he's gonna, gonna get fined. fined. He's gonna get fined. He's He'll get fined. And Silver's n- knows where his golden goose is. So was he playing duck duck goose? Well, well Mo Wagner should the duck, but the goose is gonna the goose is gonna be Ghan is probably out twenty five thousand. So let's talk about your, your your top five. So he's at the the so so far he got the um the, the June seventeenth. So Ambro mentioned was June seventeenth. So let's get to the top of the list. Number five, one I've never seen before now and I wanna hear from you about it. it Make. For those who haven't seen it, you said Hillsborough as your number five. Yes. Explain for those like myself who haven't seen the story for thirty what it's about and why was it number five on your list? Um, Hillsborough is about um, it was uh, the soccer game that happened, and basically what happened was the, the, um, I think during the game, like the crowd was very, very like crazy. They were going crazy during that game for some apparent reason. Uh huh. And, um, at the, off, off the top of my head, I can't remember if it was like a big game or not, but By I, wait, think, so I, I think it was, a, um, sign up. I'm going to make a correction. I said LeBron was a co- uh, owner in Arsenal. He's an owner in Liverpool, Liverpool. There we go. There we go. So, um, what happened was during the game, the crowd is just like going insane. You know, they like, and they said it got to a point. It felt like the whole stadium was rocking and everything like that. And, um, I think it was towards the end of the game or after the game had happened, um, all of a sudden fans start just going crazy. They they started running around everywhere, and about – I think it was 72 people – had got killed because they got trampled to death. Oh my God. 72 people. That's, that's, like, that's a horrible way to die. It really is. Yeah, that, that's that's horrible. Just thinking about that, that's horrible. That is horrible. Like imagine the scene seeing that. Like, that's ridiculous. And um the reason why I chose that as um as number five wasn't just because like just how crazy that the whole situation, a situation like that can get. It shows you that, you know at these games you no matter what there's no reason why something like that a tragedy to that extent should happen right there's no reason why you should go to a sporting event and seven die. and 72 people die right anybody right. nobody should be dying but 72 people that's ridiculous yeah. especially something that was so unnecessary you got trampled to death like that was crazy unbelievable yeah, you can, you, yeah the, you, the tragedy behind that is the reason why i chose that at number five and if you watch it, it's, it's very informal, and it it just makes you feel it makes you feel very bad for those people and what they went through. Now it's having me re- intrigued to see what yeah. shit now. So I'm to the that yeah. on, the, on the to do on the to, to watch list. Yeah. Number four was one of my personal favorites. Yes. Oh wow, Benji. Mm. <sighs> man. Rest in, first off, rest in peace, Ben Wilson.
3: Rest in peace, tragedy.
1: And we talked about this off air when you yes. and when you first list this. Yes, Ben Wilson is a classic. What if? Oh yeah, most definitely. If this young brother would have lived to see what his future could have been. Yeah. And IQ and and I know you're going to get into this, but the conversation we had about this uh-huh. was probably some of the same reason why I like this because. Obviously people who didn't know the story about Ben Wilson and then to hear the actual story yeah it was just like whoa but the the biggest twist of the whole entire uh show was the fact of that they actually got a chance to talk to the guy that Bill- killed him Billy Dixon who was the guy who was acu- who was sentenced for the murder of Ben Wilson actually went on tape on ESPN got them to interview him and He told the story of how everything had transpired that day. They weren't even supposed, he wasn't even, he didn't even know who Ben Wilson was. Yeah, because he was calling up to Simeon, which was a school Ben Wilson was an all American, just phenom at. Yeah, most definitely. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And obviously, you had people like Jamal Jawan Howard, who went there. You brought up Derrick Rose, mm-hmm. Jabari, Jabari Parker, Parker.
2: And twenty-five is like the prominent number up there, right? When you like yes, the, yeah,
1: when you're when you're the man over there, twenty-five <laughs> is a number because of him. And every superstar for that that high school is wore twenty-five. Yep. I, I I forgot somebody recently, uh even more recently supposed to be coming out um the draft either uh this year or next year, um, is wearing number twenty-five right now. So if you if you wear number twenty-five up over there, you're pretty much going to be drafted, in my personal opinion. So let me so okay. explain to people who haven't seen Benji, uh huh, the premise behind his untimely death at just seventeen years old, man. Tragedy. Well, based off of um, uh, off, what was the guy's name? Is that um, the uh, Billy Horton, Billy, Billy Horton. Billy Horton, Billy Ho, Billy Dixon, Billy Dixon. Well, based off of uh, <laughs> what Billy Dixon said. It basically happened off of just a simple altercation. And it, it, it boiled down to he didn't like some of the stuff that Benji was saying. And people were saying that lived around there that Benji was kind of a hothead and he he was known for talking shit. And it was it was an unfortunate uh, incident of you talk shit to the wrong person. Right. And, you know, I, I think um, Billy Dixon, he has some type of company now. He he's 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 changed his life around, yeah. You know, and uh, when you hear him talk about it, you can you can kind of tell. Like, in, in my personal opinion, he 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 probably wish he wouldn't have uh, did what he did. He was but very, he's but he but he's not. He was very remorseful. If you listen yeah. to that, his t- confessional. Yeah, it it wasn't just like he was just saying us to say. He really seemed like he really didn't like. He really wishes that that wouldn't have happened. And you know, unfortunately, it was just you know too young hotheads from chicago mm. that's just that's how it is and if you you, you see how Chicago is now, mm-hmm. you're really not surprised of how that happened
3: yeah he came with he uh what's the name the dude that killed uh, uh, him? uh billy dixon yeah he, he was like a he was like a gangster or
0: yeah,
1: and he said he was going up to Simeon for another altercation, yeah, and then that died down. He runs into one of his homegirls who was who was peoples with his cousin who was peoples with his cousin and um they saying you know you want to go chill. They want to go smoke some weed or whatever. And as they obviously leaving, that's when the whole altercation with Ben Wilson happens. Mm-hmm. And it's right before school let out, and everybody was just coming around. the next thing you know, he just they just had to get out of dodge. Yeah, mm. it's it's an unfortunate situation because you know you look at like you said the potential that this guy had. He he had he he was most definitely going to the league. So sad. Yeah, and it's just you know, anytime somebody uh somebody dies, it's just bad. And in a situation, especially where it really could have been avoided, that's what makes you really. It's one of those things where you look at it
2: and you're like, "Damn, why?" I mean, when you when you look at it, anybody who is seventeen that young, like it's hard for you to understand why they're getting killed. You know, yeah, what I'm most definitely. So in that aspect of it, and 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 Billy was older. It was older, right? Yeah, yeah, he was older. Yeah, so I mean, and and then you hearing it like, like he's he got killed by somebody older. You thinking like, yo, man, you, you why are you killing somebody that's seventeen? And you, you know, what I'm saying like, oh, he
3: was older. Yeah, he like, was, he was older.
2: Like, like, like like older, couple, older. like, like not older, older, older but like, like a few, a few years. years. Like he was he was seventeen, and he might have been like nineteen, twenty, something like that. That's yeah. still in the same age
1: bracket. Yeah, you know? but yeah. they couldn't went to school at the same time. Yeah, yeah, so
2: yeah, I mean, but still, like you, you seeing somebody that young die, like that, that always. Yeah, you know it, it. It comes off like you never, you never reach your yeah. full potential in life. The, yeah,
1: the thing, the part that got me was they had Ben, they brought Ben Simmons' body back to Simeon Ben Simmons. I'm to forgive me. Ben Wilson. Ben Wilson's oh, b- b- casket to Simeon Uh huh. And they were doing the viewing in the, in the school gym. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that is chilling, dude. I I couldn't. Yeah, that, of, that was crazy. You had Jesse Jackson who do who did his eulogy but there was the the scene when we were talking about the whole situation with with Billy and Ben and Benji. The scene the line that will always stick out to me was when Billy Dixon said he pulled out a gun, he pulled his gun out, and Benji was like, What you gonna do? Shoot me? And he looked at him like, this dude we're serious? And the and something clicked in his head where his grandfather told him. Mm-hmm. If you're not gonna, if you're gonna draw the gun, you gotta use you it. You gotta use it. You gotta use it. That's,
2: that's it. the that's the old that's the oldest saying in the book. If you yep. go pull a gun, you better use it. You gotta use it.
1: And this and the defense attorney in the case is like, he, grandfather was right. You got to You draw a gun. You better not be afraid to use it. Mm-hmm.
2: So, only right. in sad story. Yeah, that's uh, uh, that's really sad that uh, you know, he got caught up in, in, in something like that because, like you said, I mean basketball was the tip of, you know, what he could have been in life. But you never know what that young man could have turned into. Exactly. Um, And I also feel sorry for his girlfriend who was there watching the whole thing happen. And the sad part,
1: she she didn't even... I really would have loved to hear from her. Obviously, she was pregnant. She was was pregnant? She had her child. Yeah, They had a a kid his senior year. Mm -hmm. So he has a son. (laughs) And I would really love to hear... I really would have loved to hear from her. But obviously, she... She declined because of obvious reasons. Of I, don't, I don't blame her. Yeah. What I'm saying that's probably too heavy. Yeah, I mean, she's it's probably. It's I mean, there's some. There's she probably hadn't had to deal with over 20 years, and it just resurfaced on has to. She yeah. has to relive it. And then the dude that did is going to be talking up on the um thing too. So I'm pretty sure she's like, "Yeah, I'm cool. I could be let her see her reaction, seeing hearing this confession." But anyway, let's move to number three, and this is a fun one. I got like, Pony Excess, yeah, which is the story. Of the SMU football program,
2: that's uh Eric Dickerson, right? Yep. Eric Dickerson, mm-hmm. Craig
1: James. How SMU was hit with the death penalty because they were paying their players. Obviously, I, this the moment the, the one moment in this one, and this you probably agree with this, Nick. The the scene when Eric Dickerson is in high school, his senior year, and he walks out, and there's a there's a gold Pontiac Trans Am in his driveway. Mm. Mm-hmm. Cause he was debating either going to Texas or going to SMU. And SMU was like, okay. What they offering you here? Well, we we're gonna match that. Exactly. Explain and obviously you can think about full surface. We're gonna discuss this in a little bit. What 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 sat out about Pony XS to you? Why is number three on your list? Um uh, the number one uh there's two things that really stood out for me in that um throughout that whole thing was the first thing was just seeing how, first and foremost, seeing how exciting that team was, because you know, I'm on, I'm only uh 29 years old. I really didn't know too much about the uh, the uh, the Pony Express like that. Mm-hmm. Right. I only, you know, I only heard about. I never did too much research about it. So when I first saw it, that was really my first time, really seeing how good that team really was. Right, right, right. And that's that was the number one thing. And then to see how it happened was the thing that was crazy too. But the number two thing that stood out to me was the fact of obviously me being a USC fan and how we got hit with those penalties man. man yeah and I used to always hear they was like well at least they didn't do you guys like they did SMU so when I saw what happened to SMU I'm like whoa the like, program was the program pretty, yeah, they they killed the program off and they just they haven't recovered from it they really didn't until you know the end near the end when June Jones comes in to be the head coach yeah and they win their first they win the, I think they won the Hawaii Bowl I think yeah and Emmanuel Sanders was was the lead receiver on that SMU team. Yep, sure was, sure was. By the way, Corden Sutton with the SMU as well. Yep. No, they, they just recently started, and even around that time when they showed the uh, when that documentary came out, they were talking about it, and they were saying like, you know, SMU basically is just starting to get basically get their feet wet yeah, again, get 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 their feet back on the ground, yeah, get, get established. Most definitely, because you know that you know you pretty much killed the whole program off for what? How I don't killed off for like that was a good twenty, like at least year. like at least, at least twenty years. years. That that was a good twenty years. Yeah, you know, a, a school like that who was so good, and then for them to just lose all their uh, players the way they did, and, uh, and on you no, know, just basically not have no program, that's ridiculous.
2: <laughs> yeah that was, that that was that was crazy, and then especially like looking at it now. Yeah, and you seeing. Everybody everybody's doing that now. Yeah. Like, you see you, you seeing everybody you know getting paid now. You you know you stuff with California. Yeah. But
1: see that the only problem that um I understand why SMU uh why it happened to them though. They were the only ones that was dumb enough to keep getting caught. Really? Yeah, mm-hmm. that, that's that's what it boiled down to because they literally said now I'll give the NCAA this they gave them all the opportunities that's in it. the world. Right, they, right, did, right. they did, right? They really did, and they even before they even gave them that they was like, "Look, if you guys get caught again, we're going to have to suspend your program." Mm-hmm. They didn't think they was playing. Yeah, that's and crazy. yeah, and they gave them a ban, and it lasted twenty plus years. That's crazy.
2: Yeah, that's crazy. And,
1: they, and they just started; they really start recovering over the past, literally, I want to say like six, seven years, probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been it's been a while, and you think about it, and also. They also ended the Southwest Conference. Sure football, did. Mm. Where it was SMU, it was Texas. All those schools that were in Texas were in that conference, mm-hmm. and that eventually led to the to the the birth of the Big Twelve. Mm-hmm. Yep. And they've now, and now SMU's in Conference USA or American Conference, whatever. Yeah, they, they got to build. They got to build their repertoire back. Yeah, up. but that was when Texas football is like man. Texas football is like religion. Yeah. yeah, high school football especially Friday right. Night nights you Yeah, they, they just,
2: shut the town down for football out there, really do. Yeah, now no, they do. They, they they treat their high school football like 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 NFL. Yeah, there's a reason why their high school games are being played in the Cowboy Stadium. It's yeah, like, mm-hmm. Highland Park. It, it, it used them, them uh, California Texas Shrine games used to be like they used to be popping. Uh, uh, the best players out of California versus the best players in Texas. Mm-hmm. Them shits used to be fun, man. They do that now with uh well in youth football they do it with Florida the California
1: yeah, yeah, they, they all, had the California ball yeah. used to yeah all the kids in Cal- well now all the kids in Cali get smacked around by the Florida kids they really do yeah. the kids in
2: Florida are fucking old it makes me like seventeen playing thirteen year olds all right number two and this is, and I'm gonna give y'all a full
1: disclaimer <laughs> we just want to do a thirty for thirty on, hey, on Florida before you
2: continue
1: <laughs> you know something like that just happened in our season this past year for real yeah where um. It was uh, a team. I'm not gonna say the team. Well, well, who cares the team? It was uh, the Long Beach Patriots got caught because they had a, uh, I think it was either a 12 year old or a 13 year old playing against 10 year old kids. That is so. Oh, so the Patriots. So achieved. they so they straight pulled the Danny Almonte. Yeah. Wow so, yeah so, so and they, and then they um they huh? end up getting suspended uh they lost their spot in the playoffs so they made it to the playoffs uh this past year and they lost their spot in the playoffs behind that Man, they straight, and they straight some other michael Jordan the michael B Jordan seen the hardball Jamal you know Jamal was fourteen yeah playing with the playing with the eleven and twelve year olds yeah that's that, that was what was going on and they, that, and actually that kid actually hurt um a kid before wow like uh the team that we had played in the first round had played them. And their best player got hurt by this kid. That makes no sense, man. Yeah. Why so. is he...
2: But but if you're a parent, why would you do that?
1: So, what happens... Because he's not good enough to play with the that, with kids exactly, his age. That's exactly what it is. That's exactly what it is.
2: But that's not making the kid... All right. That, that, about, that, that's how about our we can, talk, we can talk about that Yeah. Most definitely.
1: Because <laughs> I, I, I I remember this. When I, played a, I used to play at Green Meadows, mm-hmm. it was in the tournament. When I was in Miracle, we was in a tournament. Shout out to my boy Jason McKinney. He was... Playing what he was on our team but he was too good cuz he was actually Jason was a year older than than, than me and my boy Jadon he was older than a year older than us and he was on our squad but they said you know he's got to be on the on the he's got to be on the team on the in the his age group my nigga Jadon yeah so and so that so it, this is real i mean i just said the Danny Almonte story in the, in the little league world series the kid yeah. was what 15 playing with 13 year olds yeah most definitely and everyone can see this kid. There's not something. There's something different about this and they, kid. And they have a full beard. Yeah, and and parents really really pay attention to stuff like that when your um, when your kids are playing youth sports because in, at the end of the day, especially if it's a contact sport like football or something like that, like don't pay, pay close attention to those kids that are um, that are bigger than most of the kids on the um, on the field because some they may be older than what they say they are. Right. And this, and this isn't something that has just happened recently. This has been going on for years since like our parents was playing. <laughs> yeah. So, this this isn't nothing new. Right. If you don't know about it already. Yeah, so, stop lying about your age. Obviously, didn't you know, y'all see it? happened at Hardball when Michael B. Jordan, his character Jamal, was 14, he was playing with the 11-year-olds, and they said his mom said it was okay. The, yeah. parents, the parents endorsed it. Wow. Whoa. Dang. Whoa. Ladies and gentlemen, Son. we're watching... Nah. Producer Ben Ready and Mark have been having a NBA Jam tournament. And Mark just at the buzzer went half court with Danny Manning, who had 44 points. Ouch, really? <laughs> but shout out to J.R. Ryder. He had J.R. Ryder at 56 points, man. Wow, that was – Mark West, I ain't seen that name in God knows when. Um.
3: That's that's Doug, Doug, West. West. Doug West. That's
1: Doug West. Oh, that's okay. I'm thinking Mark West on the Sun. My bad. Um, yeah. But now there's number two, which is a favorite of mine and all of ours. And this me- was this one was on all our lists, which is crazy. Everybody who w- watches basketball should most definitely, or sports in general, should love this. Um, this one right here. This is what we're going, to, and this is how we're going to break. How we're going to discuss this? Because freeze had it. Because freeze has it. I have it. Mark has it. Every week, we're going to break down a, a piece of the Fab Five. Yeah. This documentary, I'm sorry for spoiling it, but this is one of my favorites. So, the Fab Five is, was culture. 30 years still, man. And I want to use this, obviously, to talk about your, since you had it on the list, the, the, the beginning of the Fab Five. Why did the Fab Five make it number two on youngest? Fab Five made it number two on my list because first and foremost, just watching, just from the very beginning, seeing like the camaraderie these dudes had and everything. If if you if you played any type of like organized sports, then you 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 would love watching this because it's just it's just so like how competitive these dudes were, how how much friend, like how great their friendship was. Right. Everybody had the same goal. Mm-hmm. Everybody wanted. To, everybody was good enough to go to the NBA, and they're like, "Look, let's all go up over here, and let's all win together." And mm-hmm. when we and when we win, mm-hmm. we're all gonna leave at the same time. <laughs> but it just didn't. But at obvious reasons that didn't happen. But it, it was just watching that, and then seeing how much these dudes just changed. Like the whole landscape of basketball. Yeah. And Wait. it it was crazy. Like he just just something simple. Just wearing the black socks. That's what I was, that's what I say for shout me. Shout out to Tay, by the way, shout out to Tay Diggs on the narration. Oh yeah. Shout out to getting Cube and Chuck D do interviews on this documentary. Yeah. Cube interview always sticks me cause he brings out the you bring out how they change, you know, yeah. the game. Think about the how they change basically the way players. Were their unions Yeah most definitely Cube line that stuck out to me was Before the Fab Five Dudes was out there wearing Freaking pantyhose shorts man Yeah Basically wearing those John Stockton shorts Yeah Jalen Always had the funniest line Because he He obviously Jalen's was 6'8 6'6 six, 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 Whatever And he was And he put on He was like man He asked He tried to go get the Obviously the The, the baggiest shorts Obviously right there, rest in peace from Lee Singley. Um and I think it was somebody else had the shorts. I think it was a senior had I me mean, and he and he was like, Man, you gotta let me you gotta let me rock, you gotta, you gotta get these shorts. And he was cool about it. And that led to more players wearing baggier shorts in the game in games, like like Jordan did. Yeah. Staying wearing them like wait, like John Stott well, he wore them in the 80s. And like you say, Nick brought up the black sh- the black socks with the with the Air Max with the Air Maxes
2: and yep. the, that for me that's I think that's what it was. It was just like yeah. they just look cool. They, they just look they everything looked dope to me back then. Like the gold shorts with the black socks, and then you know what I'm saying like the man the harachis, man like them shits yeah. was like I was like.
1: Uh, they they, they brought five. swag of basketball, yeah. and, and that's they, what it was. You think about the Fab Five, man, and this is what Part One going to be as we discuss the Fab Five, the the birth of the Fab Five. How basically, first they get the obviously you got Jalen and, and Chris Webber in Michigan, you got Jawan Howard in Chicago, you got Jimmy, you got um, Ray and from Texas, right? Ray was in yeah. Texas. I think Jimmy was in Texas too. They both was yeah, in they Texas. both in Texas, and now. And obviously, Chris Webber obviously was, was really – which really I hate that he didn't be a part of this because obviously he's named his foundation, no timeout, and we'll get into that later on during when we discuss it. He's a sucker. Man, in the next, in the this, this documentary is one of the main reasons why I don't like Chris Webber. I think he made a great play. Yeah, he did because he benefited us. North Carolina, oh, Shout out to Tar Heels. Shout out to George Lynch, R.P. Dean Smith. Um but I think about, he was that guy, When we all know these guys because growing up in the hood, he was never comfortable in his own skin. You always hear the stories about A-Rod before, you know, and i pre pre-J-Lo. He always seemed like he was never comfortable in his own skin. Mm-hmm. He always had to do things to be accepted. He was a tough, he was a guy who wanted to be the tough guy. He wanted to be around all the, be around, be around the the boys on the corner, on the block, chilling. But he wasn't, he was a square. Yeah. Jalen wasn't. Jalen was, was went to the school where you base where they basically telling him, you might want to miss this free throw or you not gonna make it home tonight. Mm-hmm. You seen the play when Jalen went for a dunk and they basically took him out. Took his they basically took him out the neck. He had to be carried out on the stretcher. Mm-hmm. That was real street ball. You think about Juwan was in Chicago. Didn't he go to Simeon too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did. And what number did he wear?
2: Twenty five. Twenty five. is what
1: he wore in Michigan. And obviously, Steve Fisher. Shout out to Steve Fisher, who should be in the Hall of Fame, by the way. Yes. Um, The year before, they win the national title with Glenn Reichs and Ramil Robinson. And Rob Palenka.
2: I was about to say, he was on a a team. He was a shooter, too. Sure was. And obviously, you look at that team.
1: They get these five blue-chip freshmen. And come out of nowhere and they just change the world. But we but that's not, that's just a little bit. We're gonna say some more next week. If y'all probably. haven't seen the Fab five, five 30 for 30, I don't know what's wrong with you. Most definitely. It's most definitely one of the best ones they've made. It was and I, like I say, and we'll talk more about it next we'll get into another part next week. But well, obviously we took the beginning of how they came to Michigan. But now we next week we're gonna discuss what happened when they got to Michigan. So, now, number one on producer being ready to listen. We talk about five mm-hmm. Five. On, on Nick Freeze. So, I'm sorry. Forgive me. Don't don't mute me. Don't put me down. Cancel culture. Damn, you getting canceled, dog? Let's <laughs> not do the cancel culture. Shit, crazy. Yes. All right. Number one is most definitely one of my more favorites. It is. And you, and you talk about, we talk about culture. Mm-hmm we talking about the Fab Five, what their coach did for the 90s. What the U, part one. Yes. Did for the 80s. Mm. Most definitely. You think about Michael Irvin, Benny Blades, Jimmy Johnson. Co-Kids. Co-Kid. Most definitely. Two live crew. Look, look where they was at. Yeah. Two live crew wearing the hurricane get starter gear in their videos. Having players in the videos. Why was this number one on your list? This was number one on my list because for one thing. And let me ask you this. Why one over two? Um, I like number one because number one, just off the simple fact of it set it AC sets the bar for number two. Mm-hmm. And number two just picked up right for number one. Because I, I like both of them. But if I um, but uh number two is most definitely number six if I were to do like a top ten, it'll be number six. Mm, wow. Yeah, most definitely. But um, I always liked how they they explained these stories of how these dudes used to be acting and doing all this stuff up over there in Miami, and it really showed. Like, and even just a simple fact of like the like the inner city rivalries they had, like them playing against like Florida State and um, playing against the Gators and stuff like that, and um, how they like a lot of these dudes they was playing against was basically dudes they grew up with. It, it seemed like they they had a lot of fun playing mm-hmm. basketball. I mean, playing playing football, sorry. I'm watching basketball. That, that's what threw me off. But, uh, yeah, like, they had a lot of fun playing football. Mm-hmm. And there was a lot of good players up over there. And they set the standard, in my personal opinion, for the way these um, these dudes do things in uh, college football. You? As far as, like, you know, just, even like, the whole, the, the celebrations and everything that they did. man. You know they was the um they were the main reason why you couldn't take your um you couldn't take your helmet can't off. Take it, yep, the you invented swag. Yeah, in most stores. definitely. Yeah, obviously you bring up celebrations. Like I said, two live crew hanging out with 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 Uncle Luke, recipes, kid, fresh ice. You know What I'm saying, doing
2: coke at halftime. Yep. All that shit. Yeah, and and Jimmy, they was definitely doing that. And Jimmy
3: Johnson still kept doing coke. Oh
2: You think Jimmy was too? Come on now. Jimmy was supplying it Wow
3: They just opened up The whole bird And just turned the fan On everybody In the locker room <laughs> Everybody One time Everybody And
1: cool. you just think about How many players we, we, we just focusing on The 80s You, you could have had a, a 30 for 30 For each decade, each decade yeah. Yeah. From yeah seriously The 80s With, with Michael Irvin And Benny Blaze And the crew The 90s With Sap And Ray Lewis And The Rock And yeah. Coach O Was on the staff And Dennis Erickson Was the coach the two. I mean, even if we want to talk about the U part two with Ed Reed and Vilma and Clinton Portis and Frank Gore and Andre Johnson, and quite possibly the best uh, group of talent I've probably seen Sean on, Taylor, on any, rest on any, in peace. On any uh, college team. Like that that group of talent. Like Frank Gore was number four when they won. Willis McGahee. Number four, Frank Gore is is still playing um, football.
2: <laughs> he had a really great year for Buffalo.
1: He really did. Seriously, he he's still very productive. That's why he still has a job. Mm-hmm. It's just like Adrian Peterson, they they they're still very productive at their um at their age. By the way, speaking of Adrian Peterson, he's you heard that he said he wants to play four or five more years. Um, I don't know if he could play four or five more he years. To, he wants to break Emmitt's record. I don't know if he can do that. Um, me personally, if he would have had an offensive line like Emmitt Smith, he would have been broke that record. But that's a whole different story. Then you think about the you, the chain, they were the go chains, the something the, they still do. So and, that's, and, that's and, it, and you think about it now, fast forward to the turn when they had the when the turnover chain was was just being everyone was playing turnover chain, turnover chain. And that just that all came from the eighties. Mm-hmm. Same things just resurface. But ladies and gentlemen, that was at the 30 for 30s part one with the great Nick Freeze, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, My guy Nick. Next week, my brother Mark, we're going to get his five, the, 30, the five 30 for 30s he wants to see, and his his five favorite 30 for 30s. And by the way, spoiler alert, two of them, he has three of them that were on my list, so we're going to have, <laughs> so we're going to, the next two episodes is going to be pretty fun, just like was tonight. We're going to talk some more Fat Five next week. Yeah, most definitely. It's the Fat Five. And I'm going to say right now if y'all haven't heard the Fab Five, watch the Fat Five. Y'all don't know who the Fat Five is, go get, you better go Google them. Go on your on demand, find that documentary. Because you you're, mistri- you're missing out because it was just great. But next week, we're going to discuss Mark's Top Five. And this was a good episode tonight, gentlemen. <sighs> wow. As Mark and producer Ben are <laughs> going to war right now, NBA Jam right now. But next week, we're going to discuss Mark's top five. And again, if you missed Nick's top five, I'm going to give it to you one more time before we head on out. His five, his future five 30 for 30s. Yes, the yes. Addiction, yes. the the tiles of Josh Gordon, at number five. Number four, the life, the trials of Derrick Rose. Mm. Number
2: three,
1: Donald Sterling and the Clippers, which led to his ouster from the NBA. Number two, the 0709 Florida Gators, coached by Urban Meyer, led quarterback by Tim Tebow with Aaron Hernandez and the Pouncies and Brandon Spikes and Percy Harvin. Number one. Ray McDonald's on that team too. He was? Yeah, Ray McDonald's on that team. I believe he was number six. Wow. Remember that, um, that big old line that he's at number six? That was him. Ray McDonald was in uh, four too. two? Yeah. I wonder we couldn't beat them, man. <laughs> <laughs> and number one, of course, this is going to be personal for me, and that is 824, the Kobe's farewell and the life and career of the Mamba. And his five again. If you have never watched you go find these on your on-demand. And number five, Hillsboro. Number four, Benji. Number three, Pony Excess. Number two, the Fab Five, and number one, The You, part one. This has been Sports For You. I'm John. That's Mark. Yes, That's sir. Nick Freeze. Yes, sir. That's producer Ben on the boards. We're going to hand on out. You have a good night. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Next week, we're also going to talk about the NBA playoffs. We'll be re- ready to go. And let's hopefully know, Mark, and we'll see what happens with the conferences and we'll have a recap of episode one of Hard Knocks. Also, next week, based off of, you know, the way Damian Litter's been playing, I'll be having the top five point guards next week. Jason, Kidd one alright you All right, y'all. Not an all-time player. So, next week, still the best one at the third, we're going to hear Mark's list. We're going to have the top five, Nick Freeze's top five point guards right now, and we're going to recap Hard Knocks. Thank y'all for listening. Don't forget. Download our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Spreaker, Spotify, Google, iHeart. Follow us on Instagram. Sports for You Podcast, Townhouse Media. Like us on Facebook. Sports for You, Townhouse Media. Please. Instagram again. Sports for You Podcast, at Sports for You Podcast, at Townhouse Media now. Thank y'all. See y'all again. Stay blessed. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Cause you can't knock uh. the hustle. I'm just get yeah. my, yeah. I don't have the yeah. time Tonight the love's
3: gonna
0: worry Yeah, y'all niggas lunchin', punching the clock